Hello, my friends. Dr. Renee Tucker here from TuckerBiokinetic.com. Hey, today I wanted to talk about five tricks for bending. They're not really tricks, I should say. It's not like training tricks. Um, it's just really five things I look at when horses' problems, according to their owner or trainer, that they won't bend. Now, um, I had a trainer friend, Amy, and she's quite interesting. She's trained so many horses. And one day we were talking and she was talking about how she's, she always used to think that horses don't bend because they're, you know, old and stiff and arthritic, right? But then she's run into recently um, some younger horses that won't bend either. And she's like, wait a minute, these can't be arthritic and old and used up horses. And that's why they won't bend. Something's got to be going on more than just age or use. Okay, so what I would like to talk about is a couple things that I go through. First of all, the if we look at the problem of the horse doesn't want to bend, naturally, first we have to make sure the horse knows what we want it to do. Certainly, that is part of training. We want to show them how we want them to bend. I'm going to leave official training tips for trainers. I'm not a trainer, just seen lots of them work. Okay, but once we realize the horse knows what we want it to do, but it's still not bending right, then we know there's a problem. It's really helpful, well, for knowledge's sake, if you have a horse who can bend beautifully one side, but not the other, then it's really clear they know what you want, but can't do it. And what do I mean by beautifully bent? I mean, I think we all kind of know, but just to be clear, I mean where it's soft and subtle and the horse kind of just folds into the bend like a beautiful dolphin gliding through the water. It's easy, effortless. Okay, versus uh, one thing Amy calls these horses is that they they bend like they're a square. <laughs> like what? Well, she says, well, they, they go straight down the arena and there's a curve, you know, at the end of the arena, but they don't curve. They make a square. Like they literally kind of go er, 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 around the corners and uh, don't, don't really bend. They just square themselves around the corner. Yeah, she's good at explaining stuff like that. It was, it's very clear in my mind anyways. Okay, so a couple tricks. The first thing is that you want to check a few things. So I would suggest if let's just say the horse can't go to the left. First, try lunging the horse to the left, of course, and to the right as well. But make sure the horse, if he's stuck and can't bend left with a rider, is he also stuck and can't bend left all on his own? Because, you know, so that would mean if the horse can bend beautifully right and left on a lunge line, then there's something to do with the rider or the saddle potentially a bridle, but we'll just leave that out for today. So you want to do that. I would like to suggest that um, it can just be hard to see a horse's bend from the center of a lunge line or a round pen. If you can, get someone else to do the lunging, and then you can see them either you know, kind of from the outside. What's super helpful is if you can find a way to look at them from above even just a little bit, so you can see how the back is actually bending. Sometimes um, the horse is a bit tricky in that they look like they're bending because their neck is folding lovely to the inside, but they're keeping their back perfectly straight. Or they're trying to keep their back straight, but they're doing this funky thing with their hind end. It's, uh, it's a try. 
but it's not a real bend. Okay, so if you can look from above, that is super helpful. So if the horse can lunge both directions, bending beautifully both ways, there's either a saddle or rider problem. So of course, the next thing would be to lunge the horse with the saddle on. And if he can lunge beautifully both ways, then um, we have to go to another direction. But let's just say, with or without a rider, with or without a saddle, the horse cannot bend to the left, or it's just much poorer of a bend than the other direction. So we know the horse knows what to do, and we know the horse cannot do it in one direction. Here's what I then like to check. There's three parts of the body, uh, well, yeah, three or four, that are very, very common for a bending issue. And that is, number one, the sternum. Okay, so that's like the front of our breastbone, which is like the bottom of the horse's barrel, and it should be right in the center. So because the horse's uh, barrel, uh, they don't have a clavicle, right? So they don't have a collarbone. So that barrel just floats in the middle in between their shoulders. And so it should swing side to side, evenly right and left. Sometimes, though, they do a little crash and burn, and the sternum and the whole barrel can literally be kind of shoved over, you know, just an inch or two. It's just a little bit, but it'll move the whole barrel, that whole thoracic cavity, over. Okay, so when that's shoved, let's say if the sternum and barrel is shoved over to the left, the horse cannot bend to the left because its own, its own barrel is in the way. Okay, he's like, great, now how am I going to check that sternum? Well, I'll give you an idea. Okay, I do have um, some free videos on my website at tuckerbiokinetic.com. And it's in the free taster series. There's a short series of four videos um, that are about 10, 15 minutes long. And one of them has the sternum example in it. So you can check those out. And then I do have the sternum checkup and these other checkups uh, in my book, Where Does My Horse Hurt?, and we also have, while I'm at it, the Where Does My Horse Hurt uh, YouTube channel, which is where we have some of our other demonstrations. Okay, let's see. So you're going to check the sternum. That's the primary thing for not bending. The barrel's just in the wrong spot. No, oh, that sounds crazy, right? But it happens all the time. Okay, then the lumbar and thoracic area. So basically the back. Those could be misaligned. For, again, from falling or, or casting the stall, trailer stuff. You know, we all do stuff um, that gets us out of alignment. So lumbar and thoracic, the back. That has a really simple wiggle that you can check. That's on the YouTube video. A wiggle, wiggle. What am I trying to say? The horse's back should wiggle kind of like a snake. It's really a sinusoidal wave uh, if you want to talk physics. Let's talk. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So uh, it's like a dog. Like if you see a dog wag its tail and its whole body is wiggling uh, like crazy, almost knocking itself over, that is that wiggle I'm talking about. For the horse, it should be from the butt and wiggle all the way through the nose. So like a dog wagging its tail, like a hula hoop or like a snake. Uh, that video is on the Where Does My Horse Hurt YouTube channel. So you can see what normal looks like and how to do it. What typically what would happen if the horse cannot bend to the left, 
when you do the wiggle, the wiggle will not happen on the left side. And the wiggle will be fine on the right if the horse can bend to the right. That's just a general statement, but that's typically what happens. You want your horse to wiggle, so please check the wiggle. The wiggle makes everyone happy. (laughs) No, really, it's hilarious. It's fun. All right, so we got the sternum, which moves the barrel over. Thoracic and lumbar, that's the back of the horse, needs to wiggle. And then there are the ribs that are along the thoracic and lumbar. If those are misaligned, I don't know if you've ever had a rib that's out of alignment. Well, frankly, it it really can hurt when you push on it. So the last thing the horse wants to do is bend around that rib because it'll go, ow, and they won't want to do it. So that you probably want to have checked with your chiropractor. Sometimes a massage person can get those um, realigned, just doing massage, uh, that type of thing. So those are things. So number one was make sure it's not the saddle or the rider. Hey, I didn't mention the rider thing. But I have had a couple times the rider's pelvis is misaligned in such a manner that they actually were putting excess weight on one seat bone or the other. They didn't even realize it because that's their normal. But that was cueing the horse and screwing up the bend. So I, just, I didn't align the person, but they, they did get aligned with their own chiropractor. And the horse did, went and did a lot better. So number one, saddle or rider first. Okay, let's just clear that out. Then you want to check the sternum. And then check the horse's wiggle, that's thoracic lumbar wiggle, and then the ribs. I don't have a video on that right now, um, that is in our master class online. And then the fifth one, which you may be surprised to hear, is actually a lack of selenium. Now I'm talking about selenium, the mineral, not psyllium, which is sand clear. Okay, selenium, S-E-L-E-N-I-U-M. This is a mineral that is deficient everywhere. I know you're thinking, you must be saying the wrong thing, Renee, because everyone gives these big warnings about too much selenium, it's toxic, and they'll die. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There is some areas of of the um, United States uh, by the Potomac River Valley where there is too much selenium in the soil, and if horses graze there, yes, they will ingest toxic levels of selenium and be very sick. Oh, or if you give IV injections of selenium, you should never, ever do that. Okay, really, that will shoot the selenium levels up super high, way too fast. The only times we do that as veterinarians, if it's a horse is tying up, then we might do that. Um, but generally speaking, it's injections of selenium, either IV or intramuscular, sometimes um, that can be toxic. You say, you're not sure, are you? I am 100% positive. Let me tell you why. One time as a veterinarian, I had a person call me and she said, um, oh my gosh, can you come out? Be there's an emergency. And I'm like, okay, what happened? And she said, my horse got out of the stall and got into the selenium. I'm like, got into what? Don't you mean got into the bags of grain, which is what they usually go for? She's like, no, no, we have cows too. So there's a hundred pound bag of selenium. And uh, the horse got into it and it ate, I think she estimated 20 pounds of selenium in this huge bag. And I'm like, oh my gosh. 
And at the time, I didn't know what would happen, frankly. So I checked her out. We monitored her and all this stuff. The only thing that happened was she just drank more water and peed more for a day or two. That's it. So I really strongly believe if you give selenium orally, so they're eating it, then if there's too much, they can get rid of it themselves. Okay, and that's that's 20 pounds of it. That that was impressive, really. Um, but the horse was fine. But she clearly desperately needed selenium because she broke out and ate that. She didn't eat the hay. She did not eat the grain. She ate the selenium. That's a good sign she was deficient. You may say, oh my gosh, what about my area of the country? Um, I have been in several countries now teaching seminars, which is awesome. And I thought before I toured around that the problem was just America. Um, and I've lived on uh, I don't know, a handful of states and I thought, well, maybe it's just where I've lived. But no, it seems to be everywhere. It's very deficient and it just has to do with farming practices, I believe. So it would be perfectly fine to try your horse on some extra selenium. Now, while I'm at that topic, a lot of, of our supplements, unfortunately, uh, frank, let me just be frank here. That's what I'm trying to be is that uh, it's crap. It's crap selenium. It's the wrong kind. It's the cheap kind. It's not absorbable. Even expensive brands, you know who you are. You're using crap selenium. It's not absorbable. I do recommend dynamite selenium. That's uh, www.dynamitespecialty.com. Theirs is really good. Also, Balanced Eco Solutions. That's Balanced ECO solutions.com. Theirs is also very good and it's made at the time you order it. So it's very fresh. So either way, those two I know are good. Uh, I'm sure there's others that are good, but I know that most of them are not good. So even if you think you got, I'm like, oh, by the way, your horse should have about two milligrams per day and it is used up. It's used up in the muscles. It lets the muscles be soft and stretch through their muscle fibers so become more flexible. And so that's why when horses are selenium deficient, they can also not bend. They literally cannot flex. That was one thing that uh, Amy had one time. She had a three-year-old horse and I actually didn't have time to get there for like a week or so. I said, and he had just come in for training. And I said, okay, well, I know he can't bend. I can't get there for a week. Could you start him on the selenium? And she was already familiar with this story. So she said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And should I do the double dose? So just by the way, I tell most people if you're deficient, do a double dose for a month, which is four milligrams a day. Uh, this is for, you know, a thousand pound horse. So don't do that to a mini, although they're just going to pee more, I swear. Okay, anyways. So she had the horse on selenium for a week before I could get there. And then I came there. I'm like, hey, is this so-and-so that stiff young horse on your list still of the horses for me to do? And she goes, oh, actually, no. I put him on the selenium and now the horse can bend. I'm like, what the heck? So these are the strange experiences I've had where I've really figured out that selenium makes a big difference. Um, so do try the selenium if you have a stiff, tight horse. It's very economical. You're only giving this tiny little teaspoon. Um, in the U.S., I think it's around $36 or $40, and that lasts you two months. Um, so the prices are always changing, of course. So is shipping. So check that out. But really, of all the things we spend money on for our horse, 
they should all have selenium and uh, two milligrams a day standard dose for a thousand pound horse. Okay, I think that's all my tips about bending. So check all that out. Also, don't be overwhelmed. Sometimes I tell people a million things to do and they're like, oh crap, that's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, it is. But, you know, just do one thing at a time. Take it easy. Your horse will be like, what are we doing now? And and you'll be trying to do the wiggle. And the horse will be like, you want me to do what now? And it'll be so fun. I mean, you wouldn't want to do the same thing every day for your horse, right? Why not make it interesting? Keep them on their toes, so to speak. All right, guys, that's all I have for today. Oh, and hey, if you have any questions or um, you would like to hear uh, my thoughts on a specific topic, please do send an email. You can send that to support at tuckerbiokinetic.com. And we'll be happy to try to get that answered for you on the podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.